on the four. Uno, dos, tres. <laughs> and Where's we're live. The four? Uh, I didn't <laughs> know how you say it in. Oh, it's Quattro. Bollocks. Oh, there you go. What a start. No, no, that'll do. Let's keep that. How's it going, man? It's uh, episode number four of Almost Grown Up. I can't believe yeah, we're man. here. Working on that consistency, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I never do anything that oh. consistently. Well, there's one thing, but I won't talk <laughs> about that. Why? Mm. Yeah, all good, man. I'm just... Uh, oh, voice crack. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm so glad you mentioned that because I <laughs> said last time, right, that... Uh, you know about this, but I'll explain for the listeners. On the last podcast, yeah, the beginning of episode three... Bitch. Yeah, I went full bitch. I basically... I was saying to Camille how I would <laughs> um, start doing vocal warm-ups before because... I basically do nothing. <laughs> like, I'm on lockdown. So before this, I'm like, just kind of chilling out. And I'm not really speaking to anyone. So my voice is just kind of, you know, you have morning voice. So you're kind of way down here. And then uh, as soon as you talk or laugh, it just, let me the crack up here. So that happened. <laughs> then the very <laughs> first laugh. And it annoyed the fuck out of me. So that first laugh you hear on episode three is actually another laugh. Paste it over because Camille used a little um, studio engineering. Yeah, but also it was half two. This wasn't the morning. Yeah, but you can still have morning voice. It, it's uh, it's the morning voice, not the morning. Okay. You know what I mean? All right, it is. Um, All right, I get it, I get it. But yeah, but uh, that being said, though, I still haven't actually done any vocal warmups or spoken to anyone that much today. So, um, so I'm gonna, all bets are off, really. I'm probably going to slip and crack, too. <laughs> well, my voice is. Just don't break a hip. <laughs> yeah. Oh, almost did that yesterday, though. I saw you yesterday. That was, oh, that was yeah. weird. Well, you didn't look weird, yeah. but the experience was weird. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it was the first time we saw each other since lockdown. Uh, yeah, actually, you are, you are the only person um, outside of my immediate family that I've seen uh, during lockdown. So, yeah. Oh, it's a privileged, man. <laughs> well, I mean, we tried tried skateboarding once again. It was about a five, six years gap for me, yeah. and that was that was new. Emphasis on the tried. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It was weird. It's it was like, good fun though. It's a lot of fun. It's kind of weird. Like the muscle memory was sort of there, but the timing was just a bit off. I feel like that was my first taste of what it's like to actually be old. Like, you know, when, you're, when yeah. your dad's like, oh, I can still do keep ups. <laughs> just toes it off into, over the fence. Yeah. You're like, yeah, cheers, dad. You can go knock for it with the neighbors. I'm not going to lie, though. Like today, my legs are dead, especially my right calf. <laughs> like ever since I got home yesterday. Um, it's Whenever you take a break, you know, we were skating kind of hard, like doing tricks and that. Mm. And then we were in Richmond. And then we tried to get that coffee, which didn't work. And then, um, and yeah, and then we chilled. And that's when, you know, lactic acid just sort of sets in and you go, oh no. And you try to walk, you get up, you're like, oh, hobble, oh, hobble, oh, oh fuck. And then you're like, oh, I'm only 26, man. What's going on? I used to do this every day. <laughs> yeah, my legs are fine. It's just my groin. <laughs> oh, it's, it, it feels like I've just, like, it's sort of like a, you're just basically kicking your leg out whenever you do tricks, right? Again and again. Yeah, and we were talking about this yesterday because, like, if, if the board doesn't do the flip that you want it to do, and you're just in the air in this like star fucked jump. up position with your legs. Yeah, exactly. Star jump in the air, and this board's just not moved. This is one of those things. People like, walking past. For anyone who doesn't actually skate, they must look at skateboarders and and just be like, "I really hope you stack it. I just want to see you stack it because yeah. it's just yeah, such yeah, an intimidating yeah. thing if you're not actually in it doing it yourself. Because you hear that sound." 
And also, you don't understand the mechanics of it or what actually happens. So you just see this guy kind of skating along and just jump off his board, and his board just goes behind him. And you know, yeah, it's embarrassing for him. It makes everyone feel awkward. People laugh. It's just not. It's not cool. I don't know why anyone ever thought skateboarders were cool. Well, I was going to say there's a bit of a connotation attached to skateboarding because, um, like, I think outsiders kind of look at it and go, "Oh, you're just trying to be cool." It's like, no, no, we're not. We really don't care about being cool. Because have you seen us jumping in the air looking like fucking idiots? Like, we don't care, bro. Yeah. We're dirty. Our knees are grazed up. We got skateboards banging into our Achilles heels, which hurt like fuck. That's not because of skating, though, is it? Our hands are all grazed up. It just hurts. <laughs> like, there's nothing. It's just pain, <laughs> but it's worth it. Yeah, speaking of which, I kept hitting my ankle at the same spot. And it didn't hurt, like, the first few times. But it's just a continuous. It's like if you got a really small mallet but kept hitting the same part of your body. That's happened. And now the inside, yeah. <laughs> the inside bone, but I don't know what you call it. Like the lumpy bit of your ankle, the bit that sticks out. It's just, it's just bigger. What? The heel? No, what? No, that's a heel. Oh, your ankle. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah but that's ankle. That's just the ankle, right? Um, that is the ankle, right? The little, like, bubble bit. Yeah. Yeah, that. Surely. Is that, I don't know. I thought the Whatever that is, is, yeah. It doesn't matter. The point is, it's basically big. <laughs> um... <laughs> I've also cool. realised I've, I've clipped a little bit too, but I, oh, not on fine. my not on my channel, but on the main master. But I will fix that after. It doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Shit, that's a Ooh. throwback. Do you remember that song? <clears throat> yeah, well, that was the Rocks theme tune, wasn't it? Yeah, I just remember that mm. goddamn eyebrow, the people's eyebrow. He was actually the reason why I'd learnt how to do that because I just kind of tried to copy. That I, th facial I think expression. me too, actually. Yeah, I think a lot of kids our age were like. How'd you do that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Except yeah. now I can only do the right side. I can sort of do the left one, but it looks like I'm sort of having a, a fit, like a facial spasm rather than actively oh. trying to engage my right eyebrow. But um, yeah, going back to yesterday, it's a lot of fun being at the house, finally. It's kind of stranger because I haven't skated in, as I said, like five, six years. And then the roads were empty. So it kind of was like a nice sort of introduction back into oh, I didn't yeah. embarrass myself in front of too many people. Because yeah. um, not everyone's as free as they could be, obviously, because lockdown is still semi-underway. Um, but yeah, it was, it was weird. We kind of sat and chilled by the riverside, and some people were just full-on, like, smashed by the riverside. There was, like, a, there was that group of guys, remember? It like, had, like, oh, man. Yeah, two or three crates. Gone. Yeah. But um, yeah. They, they did actually yell, <laughs> do a kickflip. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. And we were like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but also, there was us, sat in Richmond by the river, um... Like, <laughs> we were looking around going, why the fuck are we cold? Hang on, why is everyone sat over there? Oh, because they're in the sun. Oh, we're the only two idiots in the shade, like in the wind. <laughs> Freezing our bodies <laughs> off, drinking this beer. <laughs> yeah, man. Like in our but, shorts. Um, fuck it. Yeah. You raised a good point, though, yesterday. Um, what was it? Oh, yeah, there were these, there were these two girls. And one of, those one of those group of guys that we mentioned earlier, they actually jumped in the river. Uh, they came out all soaked and just fully, right, like, he, you know, like... Yeah, like, yeah, not the girls, unfortunately. Um, but uh, he came out, like, soaking, which is basically in his boxes at the bottom part of the riverside. So, like, you know, the center of attention. Like, full, like, peacocking behavior. Lad. And, yeah, yeah, that typical sort of, look at me. I don't know why. I need validation, please. <laughs> but um, yeah. that sort of thing. And, um, yeah, you raise a good point, but, like, because there were a couple of girls that were, like, in a group um, sort of looking in their direction. And then you were like, do you reckon girls... Oh, what was your question? Was it, do you reckon girls actually take notes of them? Uh, it's kind of like, so, do you reckon... Um, what was it? It was something like, um, do you reckon girls actually 
Um, so obviously, like people pay attention, and it, you know, mm. it, it creates attention. So they obviously look instead. But whether that kind of comes across as like a an attractive quality, or it's just like a like they're looking for the sake of just going like this is just like some some dude or like just just weird like just like yeah like, like look at that dickhead over there um because yeah i don't know like guys naturally do that especially when they've had a few bevies um they try to be like you know the loud one in the room and as soon as they kind of clock girls in the corner like a group of them they try to be like this oh look at me kind of character hey look i'm so cool like i jumped in a river or <laughs> alpha behavior whatever. i don't know it's, it's a weird like like um yeah like machoism that kind of comes out um but mainly when you just had alcohol i don't know what why that why that is a thing um maybe it kind of just lets you forget about like social kind of constrictions or, or whatever but i don't know yeah They're pretty funny to laugh at anyways yeah it's a good question though like i I, so, I guess i do sort of wonder that on a subconscious level but i've never articulated it like does a girl look at it and go that is a man for me <laughs> i want to i want a man who jumps in the yeah. river for no fucking reason um yeah i don't know <laughs> there yeah that screams it's... responsible adult. <laughs> I don't know. Some girls like the 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 bad boy. Yeah, but I think that's. A f- I don't know how many girls out there actually like that behavior. This I think it's just what's portrayed in films and TV shows. Yeah, but then the amount of memes that I see and the amount of like girls that say firsthand, like, oh, "I always go for the wrong guy," and it's like, well, <laughs> duh. <laughs> well, it's not even that. It's like. I think subconsciously, subconsciously they know it's a bad idea, it's a bad move, and it's not necessarily responsible. But again, this is like a jungle behavior, like, you know, the, the alpha male kind of beats his chest the loudest or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it's quite interesting, though, because even even in, like, I don't know why this actually came up recently. I was actually watching a, a video on this about alpha, alpha behavior. Um, but even in, like, the... Uh, in like the, the realm of like monkeys and chimpanzees and gorillas, it's actually the alpha male behavior. It's sort of been the the term sort of been bastardized in terms of, you know like being the biggest and the strongest. It's actually got got a lot to do with their um, sort of social holding in the group, and I think that's what people actually attracts people yeah. because they have they they see the person that's taken charge of that situation, whether that's doing uh. something stupid or not. So subconsciously, it it says that they have a for lack of a better like word. command almost. Yeah, like more clout within the group. So it's it's more about that than it is about, um, you know, being the biggest or the strongest. Because that guy was a fucking weed anyway, man. Like, he, he, went, yeah. he went that big. But the thing is, like, I don't understand it because, like, naturally, I've always been the kind of person to just, like, I'm, I'm very happy just, like, kind of in the corner or whatever, like, not in the, in the spotlight at all. Mm. Uh, and I'm totally cool, which is probably goes to say why I'm actually a drummer, not a singer. Because um, I'm cool just being at the back, you know, like, yeah, I'll just be here. No one needs to look at me. It's all good. You look at the guitarist, you're in a solo. That's hey fine. Hey, girl, let me just hit it from the back. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I don't know. Like, that's just how, I guess that's how I am, really. Yeah, and that's totally fine, though, because there's, like, you don't have to be the, the loudest uh, to be the alpha. Do you know what I mean? And just because you're not the loudest doesn't necessarily mean that you don't have any say. In fact, it can almost be flipped on its head because you don't have to shout to get your opinion across. When you talk, people will listen. Yeah. That sort of thing. Whereas, Which is more important, I think. Like, that's a lot... That's uh, more of a valuable... Trait. Um, kind of... Yeah, trait to have. Totally, yeah. Because, you know, when when you do speak, people do listen. And it's like, oh, okay, he's speaking. We, we should probably pay attention to what he's saying. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. It was just interesting seeing that... It, 
it comes back down to like people watching. Like we do it. Like I never really liked doing it, but I guess as no. I've as I've sort of done it more by accident, I suppose, and been like, this is sort of interesting watching everything play out. Yeah, it's literally like a bunch of animals. I actually had this thought earlier. Um, like, do animals watch people? Like, do they people watch too? And just think, because like you know, okay, the example I had in my head was. We look at like llamas or like alpacas and be like, you're a fucking weird looking animal, man. (laughs) Do they look at us and be like, why are you walking on two legs? The fuck that's about? Do you know what? I like to think they do because we're weird fucking creatures. Yeah. We built houses and shit there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but we also start wars in that, which isn't pretty cool. Are (laughs) animals cognizant of that though? Uh, Are they like, you know what, Winston? The, the Iraq War did not do good for our economy. In the nighttime, they're all gathering together, reading like newspapers and stuff, <laughs> <laughs> having their little, own little stock market, stock exchange. Yeah, man, they're sophisticated. Those llamas, bro. Don't underestimate a llama. You know. <laughs> they. Can I get that on a t-shirt, please? Yeah. <laughs> Don't underestimate a llama. And they're fluffy. They're cute, bro. I met some llamas, and they are awesome. Bro, honestly, llamas are sick. Like me and um, me and my girlfriend, mm. we went. Was it last year? Um, no, it wasn't llamas. It were alpacas, alpacas. But they're kind of, kind of similar. Um, and yeah, they're just like the fluffiest creature ever, man. They're, they're so fucking. They're so goofy, but they're really funny. Um, they look yeah, sort of human like. Do you reckon? Kind of. But the one that we had, so it was like <laughs> there was a huge group of people, and um, it was like. I think one alpaca per two people or, or per booking or whatever. Mm. And we got this one that just, for some reason, like they were walking as, as a herd, like as a group, yeah? <laughs> and this one, he just had his head sort of tilted to the side and his eyes were being sort of pulled, uh, like his eyes were being pulled open. So you could just like really see his eyes and he was kind of like, come on, let's get to the front. Come on, motherfuckers, let's go. <laughs> and we're like, come on, just fucking slow down, man. And he's like, no, come on, let's get to the front. <laughs> When the Mandy hits. You look like some psycho, bro. But he wasn't even looking straight. Like, how are you seeing where you're going? He's <laughs> just looking back at us like, yeah, come on, come on. <laughs> Speaking of which, of, uh, you know, eyes being on the side, I was thinking back to your crab walk yesterday after um, after skating for a while. Crab walk? Yeah, like, you know when your legs are really tired and they just don't want to walk forwards anymore? They're just really achy. And so you walk sideways instead. Oh, yeah. Um, it's more like a limp, isn't it? Like a bad man limp. Like a, oh, <laughs> Jesus. Nah, uh, the thing is, right, so do you remember yesterday I was saying how, <laughs> how uh, my neck is really achy? So it's still not fixed, right? I I woke up at 5.30 this morning and kept waking up in the middle of the night because Jeez. it's sort of like aching down my right side. And you can't you can't tell when you're when those like sort of stabilizing muscles are going to fire. So you don't know what your range of motion is. So you kind of like turn over at night yeah. and be like, oh. <laughs> so I kept doing that again and again. Um, so I've had a really shit night's sleep. I'm running off just coffee and excitement to talk to you. Jeez. Well, f- for me, it was um, uh, a bit of sunburn. But I literally just sunburned my knees and nothing else. <laughs> so it's the most awkward thing. So I'm trying to sleep. And they're both on the inside of my knees. So no matter what side I sleep on, it's always going to be in contact with either the bed sheets or my other leg. <laughs> I'm trying to sleep. Turning sides going... Fuck, fuck, ah. Um, yeah, uh, speaking of sunburn, I didn't get sunburnt, but um, I think I definitely caught the sun a bit because my sister looked at the back of my neck and she's like, did you change race or something? Like, why are you so dark? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I seem to have got like a tan in the back of my neck. 
like literally just leaving the house for what the first time in in however many days like you just fucking to be fair already get a tan we, i do usually work out outside oh okay um so it's it's not I, i've not like i've not seen the sun it's just yesterday was a extended um sun exposure yeah, yeah, yeah. i should have probably worn sunscreen yeah me too for some reason i think as a, as a colored person i i don't sunburn but i remember learning that lesson i went to uh a festival like an impromptu sort of festival visit with a couple of mates from my old agency. Yeah. And we went there. We were told it's going to be overcast. And then, man, it fucking, the sun was beating down the whole weekend. <laughs> and uh, no nope. one had sunscreen. And yeah, exactly. So I was literally like Parmesan cheese off my arms for the next like eight weeks after it, man. It was um. like the worst <laughs> ever. It was disgusting. Like no matter, no, no amount of after sun was fixing that. It was disgusting. And yeah. I still haven't really learned my lesson because I think I even said yesterday, I was like, for some reason, I just think, oh, I'll get sunburned. You're Asian. It's fine. It's not fucking true. Like, um, this is uh, something I always wondered, right? Go on. Why is it that, yeah, like when we were at school, half of the athletics team, they're all, all black and they all always moisturize with coca, coconut um, lotion? Or coca butter. That, that's the one. Coconut lotion. Yeah, because they get ashy elbows, <laughs> ashy knees. Yeah, but I, why always why got, why the coconut? Why not coconut? Fuck's sake! I don't know. Uh, Co cocoa. cocoa butter because cocoa butter is meant to be like the best. It's like the most moisturizing. Apparently, that's why it costs so much. But I don't know. I just buy the cheap shit from Tesco. I'll be honest. I've never actually looked at the price for cocoa butter. Well, fair dues. You don't need might to. Might have to. Might have to. <laughs> you ain't black. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway there though. Uh, I don't know if it works like that. <laughs> I'm definitely on the other end of the spectrum. I'm white yeah, as paper, man. man. Your paper is <laughs> that Eastern European skin. I got out of the sun for 10 minutes and I'm like, oh, I'm red. Great. I'm a lobster. Ouch. You got that car crash white. <laughs> <laughs> I look at you, I crash my car because I can't see shit. <laughs> Just reflecting. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I don't think you're reflective. You're kind of just like pasty. Speaking of which... <laughs> <laughs> the spelling of pasty, listeners, hit us up on this because <laughs> I can't tell the difference between pasty or pasty, and they seem pasty. to be spelled, spelled, spelt the same. Uh, Camille said <laughs> P-A-S-T-I-E, which I yeah. googled, and that's apparently the tassel a stripper puts on to cover her nipple. So yeah, there you, go. you learn something new on this podcast. So we can there almost you go. Take off the educational box and the categorization on this now too, you know. I mean, yeah, we're just adding to categories that we fit into at this rate. Pretty decent. <laughs> I think I think pasty is one of those words where it's like an urban dictionary thing. Uh, <laughs> pasty. Is it? I don't know. Pasty. How, how would you spell it? P-A-S-T-I-E is stripper tassels. P-A-S-T-Y <laughs> is a pasty, like a Cornish pasty. So what's what, what would be the alternative? Unless it has... Like, unless there's two words with the same spelling. So, totally left field comment here. But Cornish pasty, right? That... Paste, pasty. Yeah. Was that... <laughs> was it just <laughs> someone misspelling the word pastry? But like, oh, John, you left the fucking R off again. And no, but they like, call it... Fuck it. Cornish pasty. <laughs> Done. I don't know. I know I know why they were invented, but I don't know why they were called that. Wait, why were they invented? Oh, history so, lesson. This um, is great. Yeah. Education is getting ticked. Back in, um, I don't know 
what I think, probably like the nineteen hundreds. Um, okay, education's getting unticked. <laughs> when this country was probably like in the um, <laughs> in the like the coal miners, um, they needed something that they can kind of carry around with them, like obviously for for food. Um, but that was that kind of had all the nutritional. It kind of had all the food groups within one sort of package, and they could eat it cold. And so they would make it, uh, keep it in like a lunchbox or whatever, and they would take it down with them. And it was like, obviously, I mean, you know how filling they are. Um, they'd have, yeah, your potatoes, you got your carrots, you got all sorts, you got meat, whatever, you got your bread. I'm not a fan um, of them, man. I don't really like pastry that I much. Don't, I don't mind them every now and again, but they're so, they can be really, um, just really heavy and kind of greasy. Like It depends what you have in them. Um, Grease. Like if you get them Ginsters, it's like... Yeah, you just stay away from Ginsters, bro, because they're just, like, you look and, like, you know on the front of the packets where you kind of have, um, like, the color coding for, like, um, how many, like, how much fat and saturated. Oh, the RDA, sorts. it's all red. It's just red, 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 red. <laughs> 100%, 100%, 100%. Like, don't buy this, man. I mean, they taste great, but don't, don't, don't do it if you're, uh, if you're on a diet, man, or if you're trying to be healthy. I love that they always put on those kind of things, like meant to be part of a, of a balanced diet it's like well you've just unbalanced it in one fell swoop so thank you yeah yeah that's like a week's worth of unbalancing <laughs> <laughs> oh man i should have brought more beer i mean i only brought one can i finished it how i haven't even heard you sip it i'm just stealthy big up brew dog by the way <laughs> someone's got shares <laughs> one <laughs> <laughs> That's money in your no. pocket. <laughs> yeah, baby. Money <laughs> that I'm never gonna get back. Yeah, but it's all good. <laughs> I got my discount card. It's all. It's all good. Yeah, so many people actually hate Brewdog though because of what they stand for. Because they they claim to be like a like uh, what's it? Oh, I can't think of the word. But one of those breweries that are like an independent brewery. But I mean, microbrewery. No, 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 no. Like craft uh, beer. That's the one. Fuck, man. Brain. <laughs> Don't ever right, wake up at five thirty, kids. Um, yeah, they claim to be like one of the craft beer producers, which I guess they are. But it's in terms of how they treat their workforce. Um, there's a guy I used to work with, and he gave me like a, I think a half hour lecture on how he hates Brewdog because of everything they stand for. Because obviously they went IPO, and so you can buy shares of them or whatever, which just means that they yeah. they're all about the profits now. Um, but they're not publicly traded though. That's a private. Are they not? No, they're privately traded. Uh, so you, okay. you had to, you were kind of like almost offered like an invite through like email addresses um, or, or, or they, they um, advertised it or whatever. It's, it's not how like through, you... you know, the stock exchange. Uh, how did you get into it? Well, they just ad advertise on um, like Instagram and Facebook and all that. I think they called it the punk um, something. I don't know. Punk <laughs> for IPA. I don't know. Something. They gave it some branding, but I was like, yeah, fuck it. And you get a little, little discount card. I was like, yeah, go on in. I've still not used it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe I did use it in like Barcelona or something. Or Italy. <laughs> oh, you little traveler. I was actually going to say something that we said we'd do in the very first episode and we haven't done since. Unpopular opinions. Have you got one? <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, that's a great fucking start, isn't it? Uh, I can't oh, think of one. Of, I know I'm on. full of them, but I just can't think of one right now because I've just got like dead brain. Uh, unpopular opinion. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's really an unpopular opinion, but I don't like cheese. Um, I know many people do. I feel like that's a 50-50 one. I don't get people who don't. 
but I, just, I I love you, so I look over that. It's fine. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, my other my other qualities just uh, overpower the the cheese dislikeness. <laughs> I love the these making <laughs> up <even> words. There's <laughs> <laughs> not words. It's not a word. <laughs> Oh, do you know, I feel like the golden age of YouTube, like, I don't know if anyone would even get that reference now. Like, uh, what was the guy's name? The uh, <laughs> classic video, Lally Goat Guy. The guy yeah, who did Lally Goat. Yeah, yeah. The, the Swedish? <laughs> that laugh. Yeah, yeah, that laugh is the best thing ever, man. But for those who don't know, just just YouTube Lally Goat. And this guy had another video where they did like a the Swedish overdub of the Pokemon theme tune. And oh, he, <laughs> he does a reaction video of it because he actually speaks Swedish. So this guy is like listening through it, and he's like, "What's the what's the word?" He's like, "That's not a word," <laughs> and that's stuck with me ever since. Like yeah. I said, all these reference points that no one's going to get but us two. Yeah. yeah, and it's all really, really goofy stuff as well. Yeah, that's half the fun of this podcast, though. And you know what's really yeah. weird? Before we came on <clears throat> and to record this episode today, I was actually thinking because we've had. Uh, as I mentioned in the last episode as well, like people have had such a positive response to it and so they say it's really relatable and it's literally like a conversation between two mates. I actually felt a bit of pressure coming on today and being like... Oh, really? Yeah, let's have a, let's have a chat. Because I was like, I don't like... You know when you overthink it? It's like you just yeah. got to be yourself and like, just talk a load of shit. That's, that's how it is. But I think I've just got like, an anxiety brain right now. I think it's also weird because we're still doing it like on, uh, well, using a phone call. Um, so we're kind of talking to each other, but talking into a microphone and it's like, um, <laughs> couldn't quite know how so to get so unnatural. Yeah. Well, Hey, fuck it. If, if people say it is natural, then they might be lying. <laughs> 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 yeah, hey, but that thing aside, uh, I was going to say, um, obviously it's bank holiday weekend. Hope everyone is managing to get out of the house at least, I suppose. Um, well, they're going to hear this on Wednesday. So I hope you got out. Oh uh, yeah, well I, ho- I hope they have had a chance to go outside, and uh, you know, two meters apart. You know, let's be fair. No one, no one sticks to that. Although nah. we did see yesterday, actually, we saw those, those uh, like pairs of couples. They were like couple, two meters, and then they were sat like super far away, yelling at each other <laughs> for a conversation. <laughs> oh so yeah, that was, was so weird. Especially because it was so windy as well, so you have to like yell even louder. But, um, yeah, because the wind carries it. It's such um, a yeah, that was really funny thing to look at. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's really weird. Uh, um, I want to go to a festival. And I think this, I think today was meant to be Slam Dunk uh, South in Hatfield. Oh, really? Fuck yeah. Man. I saw, was it, mm, I think it might have been today. What? Yeah, yesterday or today. And uh, But they're all cancelled now. It's my, just yeah, yeah, so man. shit, man. Imagine the amount of money people are losing. Uh, well, they're potentially moving it. Oh, what? All the festivals? Like festivals, yeah, but I don't quite know how that's going to work. They're just going to have to delay it. Fuck knows. I mean, I know Download Festival, I think they're keeping as close to the same lineup as they had booked this year for next year, so they're essentially just missing out a year, um, which Mm. obviously is a big hit financially because they've paid to use the land and they've paid for all the kind of equipment or whatever. But Mm. And they, they still have to pay the bands, probably. Do they? I think so, bro. Because when you're like at that level, you're booked in. They didn't play the show. Well, yeah, but you're booked in. It's like you've taken a day out of your calendar. I don't know. Maybe it's like a like a force majeure kind of thing where it's like an act of God. It's a um, it's a mutual thing though because the band, even if the festival was put on, wouldn't be allowed to play it. Yeah, but I can imagine there being some so dickhead artists like, just like, oh no, you got to pay us. You know, with their lawyers and and all those. 
This is actually managers um, and that. It's kind of well, because I'm thinking of it in terms of like my my media brain at the moment. So we've got yeah, uh, I've got a client who has uh, some billboards booked in um, these kids kids play centers. Uh-huh. Obviously, those are all closed because <laughs> you can't like kids that they they can't stay two meters apart at the best of times. Yeah. So all those play centers are shut, and obviously we bought the whole year as a package and the play centers are closed. So we're like, well, the client's like, well, can we get a refund on it? Because we had the first burst. That went fine. Um, but that, then the media owner was like, no. <laughs> like, oh, why? We're, we're, not, we're not getting, we're not delivering the impressions or like we're not getting any eyeballs on the screens that we paid for. So why should we, <laughs> you know, like why? Um, yeah. It's gone to the point where they had to get like the lawyers or the agency involved and all this shit. So it's just, it's just a mess. Like, so I'm thinking in that, in that sense, uh, the media owner has no right, and in the same way that the band has no right to claim the money, because yeah. even even if the play centres, i.e. the festival, was open, um, I hope you're seeing these two parallels I'm drawing here, uh, the eyes wouldn't be on the billboard, and therefore the eyes wouldn't be on the band, so therefore they can't play the show regardless. So it's like a mutual not playing it, rather than just, yeah. oh, we cancelled it, you know? Yeah, so but I think it, it kind of comes down to, like, obviously what contract they had between themselves, because, you know, whatever the festival had, obviously, you know, when the festival sends out a contract, like I've I've been in a situation before, and and for venues and that, um, yeah, it's it's very much in their favour. You know, if things go wrong, then they're covered, and it's kind of like, well, you know, you signed our contract. But on that level, I can imagine it being very much a fifty-fifty, um, like meet in the middle kind of kind of um, what's the word um, when you compromise? Like they they compromise, um, so it's kind of in favour of both parties. You know, when you have acts like, I don't know, fucking Billie Eilish or whatever, like huge, huge names, like, you know, they were probably offered like a ton of money. So for them to sort of lose that, they probably would have had to protect that. And again, once you get the record labels involved, bro, they got lawyers for days. They will come at you, you know? Like, I don't care how big your festival is, they are coming for you. Like, and it's shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it like you put a deposit down? So like they, ha- they get like a minimum? They probably get um, like a booking, like an initial booking fee. So like, okay, here's this much to actually secure this date um, so that you will come and play. And then on the day or just after they perform, it'll be like, okay, here's the remainder. Maybe like a 60-40 or like an 80-20 deposit sort of thing. So maybe they just don't get the deposit back. Maybe the artist keeps the deposit. I don't know. I don't know what deal they've got. I wonder how much the artist actually gets out of that deposit because I can't imagine very much. Yeah, I I can't imagine. Yeah, exactly. But then again... that depends what deal they've had with the record label because some record labels do um, like 360 deals. This has turned into a huge music loyal thing where they take a piece out of every single um, uh, pie. So, you know, your music royalties, live performances, your merchandise, etc. Um, so they give you they give you all the funding um, for each of those categories. Um, but they're obviously, you know, they take a piece of it as well. Whereas traditionally... Um, how it's been is they've only taken it out of the royalties. So what people buy through iTunes and uh, physicals, which let's be honest, people don't really buy CDs anymore, which they should. Um, and, you know, streaming. So like artists don't really make money from streaming and all that sort of stuff because it, it's so low. But um, so traditionally artists have made money through touring and merchandise. Merchandise is a big, big, big thing. Um, and obviously if, you know, label kind of comes in and takes... 20 to 40% of that, you're going, um, that's a lot of money to be parting ways with, man. Yeah. Um, but obviously, do they not uh, like front the initial uh, initial investment? Yeah, they do. To yeah, exactly. produce that merchandise in the first place too. Yeah, totally. But then there's kind of that, um, 
I mean, yeah, it's it's it, it works out pretty fair because you know they they use their their media strategies and all their um, assets um, mm-hmm. to kind of help you out and to help you grow as a brand. But then the problem is, uh, essentially, if they shelve you. Um, then you're fucked because you're not allowed to do anything. You know, they own the rights mm-hmm. to your merch. They own the rights to your um, sort of gigs. And so you can't do anything. Whereas normally if, if an artist, if a label shelves you, you can't release music, but I'm pretty certain you can still gig it and you can kind of claim, uh, you know, you can still sell merchandise or whatever. Um, I think, I mean, I've, I've never sort of gone down that rabbit hole with major labels too much because I've always done it myself, doing it independently. And it's a lot more work, but... Um, it's just the the only way to do it at the moment, to be honest. Unless you're, you know, huge and you've got a global outreach, like you're not gonna have <laughs> the days, um, or the hours in a day to um, have time sorting everything out. Yeah, man. I, I, as I said, I think we might have mentioned it before, but just the the stress of being self employed is a uh, yeah, it's not it's not one I'd want to take on. Yeah. So the thing is, um, obviously now, like you know. People are, you know, furloughed and they're getting the mm-hmm. self-employment scheme, which is good. Um, but it all just kind of comes down to how prepared you are and how many um, uh, income streams you've got, and trying to keep them as varied as possible. You know, as a musician, you sh- you should have, you know, a foot in like the teaching side of it. You know, you should be gigging, yeah, you should be yeah. songwriting, so you get um, uh, passive income. You know, which is money that you make. Um, you know, th- through sleeping, you know, it, it just comes to you because <laughs> like essentially, you know, you're sleeping and then, you know, your, your bank account's going up and up and up because people are still listening to your music or, or doing whatever or downloading your product or buying your product that's online. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's the best way. And then, uh, you know, you should be doing songwriting, you should be recording, you should be doing session stuff and, you know, doing business stuff, whatever. Like it, it's such an entrepreneurial um industry where you can't you can't really just get by by playing an instrument like it's that's 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 just a hobby you have to annoyingly as much as i hate it you have to market yourself and i'm so bad at social media i kind of can't stand it but when i do stuff um like with artists and my band um it's you know you kind of put that that hat on and you go right you just got to do it and when there's five of you in the band doing it you can kind of divvy that up between yourselves which which definitely helps um it's interesting though because that that yeah. bit never comes naturally to uh well it doesn't come naturally to many people especially with, like for example for something more relatable to probably the majority of our listeners would be like you know when you come to writing like your cv and it's like the the personal statement bit you know like, i don't know how to talk about myself like no one yeah no one I'm the same, does that man. no one has to ever present themselves in that way uh totally. except for in that situation um yeah. And everyone, everyone really knows like the real reason why going for that job is like because I want to get paid. <laughs> like, why do you yeah. think it's suitable for the role? Well, because you know I like food and warmth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like I don't particularly care about the job, but I'll make something up to make it sound like I'm applicable for the job. Why not? Yeah, but then um, you know that's kind of why certain people get into music because you know or skateboarding or whatever. Like, it's, it's not a real job. <laughs> not really. It's not. Yeah. Yes and no. I'm very much on the fence because obviously I'm a musician, so I do see myself doing a job and, and you know providing a service. And I do think you know the the entertainment industry in general, you know, from theatre to you know music to like. Juggling. Oh no, I I agree. It's 100 percent a real job. It's just not a conventional job. That's the only difference. Yeah, it's not the, yeah, like it's not the norm. Quote quote unquote real normal job. Um, yeah, but then uh, in that's society. The thing. 
anyone has a, anything that's different, people have a hard time accepting um, or, you know, come to terms with because they they think that because you enjoy what you do, it's not a real job. And it's like, that's not the case. And also it's they only, see, they only see the the performance side of it. They don't see like the amount of man hours that go into it and the frustration, the practice, the, oh, the, the injuries it's... for like dancers and whatever the amount else of research is. as well like when you're when you're a musician the last thing you want to be doing is like working out social media strategies and marketing and like what I don't, this is not why i got into playing drums like what the fuck i want to i want to play music with my mates um but nowadays especially if you're going to do it yourselves you have to do that you have to listen to <laughs> audiobooks you have to buy books you have to read articles you have to subscribe to magazines you got to know exactly what's going on and nowadays because things are moving so so fast it's so hard to keep up and um i'm definitely struggling to keep up but i mean you know you try and read as much as you can and apply what's actually um beneficial you know yeah i think you said yesterday it's going to be like what 12 12 weeks until you you can gig again gig again that's if not longer yeah i mean i'm getting gigs in i'm getting gigs in september and october getting moved like postponed um so whereas initially i was like oh yeah it would just be the summer i think is that them just playing it safe though well i don't know so theater's just it's just down to the theatres, you know, and, and down to the area and how many people they get coming to the theatre on, on a regular basis. Because um, one of the shows that I do is uh, the music, it's like 50s, 60s music. And obviously the target demographic is, you know, people who sort of grew up in the 50s and 60s. Um, <laughs> so they're going to be the ones who are, you know, in the at-risk category. And um, so to put them all in a theatre together, again, like shoulder width apart, like this isn't probably what they're going to want to do so who please knows feast your eyeballs whilst you get coronavirus <laughs> yeah exactly or some other diseases and germs um, what the hell so is going on at your theaters man <laughs> i don't know i mean <laughs> the flu <laughs> fuck knows <laughs> uh but, um, i'm on stage i don't worry about that yeah but yeah it's, it's all it's all i guess unprecedented for uh the self-employed crew out there speaking of which actually um i think i might have mentioned this to you as well um i had a friend at a university who uh is also self-employed and um so he does a he's like a filmographer uh oh, cool. really really cool stuff so if you guys want to check him out his instagram is j10k dot underscore um good guy called john mason he actually worked for ksi uh, and he was like shooting stuff for KSI and Sideman and I think he also shot the True Geordie podcast I think he's offered to film us as well so you guys the listeners might be able to oh, yeah. feast your eyes on our non-cartoon faces for once um, soon potentially <laughs> but we haven't actually called John so I guess John if you're listening we're probably going to call you at some point and just shoot the shit as you sent yeah. your last message to me so sorry I haven't yeah. gone back to you <laughs> hopefully that offer's still on the table <laughs> well we can't really be in the same room as each other anyway so we can't wait for that first yeah yeah I think he just wanted to get some ideas down but I think it's just um yeah, it'd be cool to actually make this feel like a real podcast and have a have a studio and actually, I guess, yeah. open open ourselves up to the criticism uh, that is the YouTube comment <laughs> section. That'd be fun. It's yeah, it's a, it's a crazy world out there, man. <laughs> we ain't ready. Yeah. We ain't ready. <laughs> yeah, man, my, my skin's too thin for that shit. Yeah, I'm bruised like a peach. Nope. Oh, there goes my phone. Oh, did you just drop your phone? Oh, hang on. Two I seconds. can just hear like crunching about. Back. Sorry, my phone fell on the floor and unplugged my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, idiot. I figured that's what happened. <laughs> it was just like, oh no, clunk, clunk, clunk. what happened to your fancy AirPods? Well, you say they sound like <laughs> shit, so I've gone back they to do. the wired ones. To, to be but fair, I can't actually hole. imagine. <laughs> Sorry, uh, different kind of different kind of plugs we're talking about. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine how AirPods. Ever, I've not got a pair, in case anyone's wondering. 
Um, of course, if you were on YouTube, you could see that. Wait, no, that wouldn't make sense because that would just be in the same room. Ignore that. Anyway, uh, I can't imagine how the microphone would work very well in the first place because it's on your fucking cheek. Yeah. Which, oh, dude, I just remembered Jesus. something uh, I forgot to share with you. <laughs> so okay. have you heard of bone conduction headphones? Oh, uh, I think I have. Oh, man. I only found out about them like two weeks ago. And yeah. what the shit? It's they just sit on like the the upper part of your cheekbone, right? And so, for those of you that don't know, I was kind of I'm kind of glad you do know to know about it. So if I'm wrong anywhere in this, well, vaguely, I, I kind of know like roughly how they work. I think. Well, okay. So remind me. Starting from the outside in, you've got like your outer ear, which is you know, the, the flappy bit of cartilage you can see on people's heads. Um, then you have got your your middle ear, which is like the canal, and then you have got the inner ear, which is like those three little bones, and that kind of vibrates and so on and so forth and you've got like the, you've got your like co cochlea or whatever which is like a little it sort of looks like a snail shell and it's got little hairs on the inside um, yeah. that sort of react to each frequency so our current headphones the way that we use them they kind of stimulate the outer ear and it goes well I suppose if they're not cans they go straight to the middle ear and then that's how you stimulate the cochlea but these uh -huh. headphones right these bone conduction ones they basically sit on your cheekbones and I've heard that they're quite uncomfortable I've not tried a pair but I really fucking want to they sit on your mm. cheekbones and they basically vibrate the bones so it stimulates the hairs inside your ear so you go you basically bypass the outer ear the middle ear and just go straight to the inner ear but you can still hear external sounds like how fucking weird is that can Jesus. you imagine so I, I think marathon runners use it a lot um, because they need to hear like you know, for like a truck or whatever. But I would have really, really want to get a pair of these headphones. But also, give it a go. How, like, is that healthy? Like, did you I just don't know. be vibrating them bones like that? Yeah, well, I'd make like hairline fractures when, you, when you're older. You've got a really, really like tough calcified face. Yeah, I suppose you need like, yeah, you need like prolonged research to actually like find out whether it's <laughs> going to cause any harm, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I was reading some reviews about it online. I think the the consensus is pretty spread, to be honest. Like, it's there's it's not like a some people like it, some people don't. A lot of them say that because it has to really yeah. grip your face um, to make the vibrations work. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like like a fat fat kid stuck in a like <laughs> a fat kid stuck in a lift. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the doors just shut on his face, or like in a helmet. <laughs> um, no, nah, they say it's quite uncomfortable. Uh, I just want to experience having my Face, <laughs> face vibrated. Stimulated. <laughs> my, please stimulate my inner ear. Um, no, but you get it, right? It's, it, yeah, I no, guess, I, like, get it, in, I get it. In theory, it. you're like, yeah, it makes sense because now you're not vibrating the air, you're vibrating uh, like solid. But isn't that kind of what um, hearing aids do? So they uh, bypass the actual, like, like essentially what you're describing um, and they go straight to um, sort of the hairs. Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think they do, but they also work in amplification sense too. So they'll catch. Oh, sure. They'll basically act as like your outer ear part that's um, that's uh, damaged or compromised oh, in some way. But that's one of the other benefits of these bone conduction things is that it's for people who have damage to that other outer part of their ear. So that way they can still experience full oh. hearing. Um, but because because you don't really damage the inner part of your ear unless you've just been like absolutely caning it, fucking cranked up to eleven for the whole of your life. Yeah across the whole, you know, 20 to 20,000 hertz somehow. Yeah, but that's, that's when you get tinnitus and fuck, you don't want that shit. Yeah, I've just been listening to sine waves my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Your whole um, life, bro. Yeah, just the whole spectrum. 
also anyone who's not into music or sound in any way is going to be like, what the fuck are these guys? On? We, we apologize for the specificity. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think we can retick the education box. It's fine. Yeah. See, see one, uh, one category at a time. You know, we're coming at you. We're coming at you. Next religion. Oh, got a lot to go. <laughs> that, that's, that's a big no. We can find you more than half an hour for that. Uh, yeah. Well, it's been speaking of which, I was going to say, yeah, we should probably we should probably call it call it a day. I think. I'm tired. <laughs> you need also, some sleep, bro. I really, really had. Yeah, I have to sleep, and I really, really needed to pee before this podcast. But I was like, you know what? I love the listeners. I'm committing. Um, I'm also wearing gray gray pants, so. You know, that's not a good color to wear if you're wearing yourself. Yeah. I think I need to moisturize my knees, try and get rid of the sunburn. So, you know, as sexy as that sounds, it's not. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to listen to us two idiots chatting shit and hopefully not boring you with very specific music things today. Um, also, if you're listening on like Apple Podcasts and that, um, I don't know if you can do it on Spotify yet, but. Um, like if you can review it give us a rating um, tell us what you like tell us what you don't like um, all that fun stuff uh, we really it, yeah we really appreciate that because um, we need to kind of well, I guess find out whether you guys like this or not <laughs> and what yeah. you do and what you don't and you know as much as we love the star ratings your words mean so much more so just oh, totally. throw them at us and make them make sense yeah and also on them socials like we're on Instagram almost dot grown up and then Azim also Twitter uh, almost grown up two. It's, I had to think about that yeah. one. The number two. Um, yeah, we were late to the punch, so uh, somebody took almost grown up. So yeah, thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you either next Wednesday or maybe sooner. I don't know. We've not decided. We'll see you soon. Peace. Peace. <laughs>